Although many of us strive to be the best dad we can be, many physicians struggle with finding balance between their life at home and their life at work. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast, the show where we discuss topics involving our minds, bodies, beliefs, relationships at home, and upping our game with our business practices and financial knowledge to better improve our role as dad in the lives of those around us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, physician, husband, father to two boys, and self-proclaimed imperfect dad. Join me as I learn to raise my own imperfections within all these topics. Now, let's get to today's discussion. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, and I was really hoping not to have to do this episode today um, because of what it entails, but we are sadly in this world now where apparently every two years something new pops up. Um, I apologize this recording is coming out late today because I had to adjust things to make this recording um, because today's episode is talking about back to school with monkeypox because... Apparently, it's growing more than we were hoping it wouldn't. Uh, With that said, if you have not yet subscribed to the show, please do. That way, when new episodes are released, like today, where it's later in the day, you will be notified about it, so you can hear it sooner rather than later. Uh, If you have not yet left a review, please do so as well. Uh, If you're getting anything out of these shows, I'd love to know that it's helping you, so leaving those reviews helps me know that I'm doing a good job with that. And finally, if you think a friend will get something out of these shows, please share this with a friend. So, monkeypox. You know, we... (laughs) Heard the word monkeypox, I think, early on when it was announced, and a lot of people chuckled and laughed and um, didn't take it super seriously because of the name and because, you know what, we already dealt with the pandemic for the last two years. We don't need to know about more of these things. And here we are with the WHO declaring it a you know global emergency, essentially, based on how rapid it's spreading. Um, the fact that we are woefully unprepared to treat this thing which is frustrating based on the fact that we just spent two years learning how to deal with the pandemic and now we have something that was possibly going to be an issue and we still aren't prepared for it. I'll talk about that in a minute. And now we have kids going back to school and knowing how kids love to touch and feel everything, the chance of this thing spreading is is relatively high. So what is monkeypox? Let's talk about monkeypox first. It's a virus. Um, it's kind of like getting chicken chickenpox or smallpox or some other types of pox illness, which means you get a fever, you get sick, and you get a whole bunch of bumps all over your body, right? Now, the thing with monkeypox that's different from others is that we know it spreads. Um, I don't have an r naught value, so those are those values that tells you how quickly it spreads. It's probably going to spread pretty rapidly, similar to chickenpox and smallpox and those kind of things. Um, but it if you get monkeypox you could be contagious on your skin for almost four weeks potentially is what it sounds like based on the data we have now what does that mean you know typically when you look at some of these viral rashes like hand foot mouth or chicken pox some of those things typically once those lesions have scabbed up scarred up whatever you want to call it then you're not considered contagious anymore, right? All that clear fluid in the vesicles is gone, and you're not shedding any more of that virus. That's typically what it is for things like chickenpox. The thing with monkeypox is, at least from what we know, you remain contagious on your skin until the blisters or the sores that you developed have scabbed up or crested over, fallen off, 
and your skin has finally healed, which takes anywhere from three to four weeks. That's a long time. And the problem here is we got a bunch of kids going back to school here in a couple of weeks. And how are you going to tell a family if their kid somehow gets monkeypox that they got to stay home for a whole month? I mean, we thought with COVID, you know, initially it was 14 days, right? I think if I remember right, I have to think back to two weeks or two years ago, it was 14 days and it went down to 10. And then it was, you know, five days at home. And if you're doing okay, five days with a mask, right? That was the progression of being in quarantine. But it sounds like with monkeypox, the chance of spreading this thing could be for almost a month. So I'm really hopeful that schools are coming up with a plan for this. Because I know initially with COVID, you know, we weren't prepared for it. We had to shut down schools, right? And no one's going to do that again. (laughs) I mean, uh, I I have a feeling that if you try to close down schools again because of some type of illness, there will be riots in the street (laughs) because people can't do that again. I, I, I hate to say it, but it's just too close to the last one. I just don't see that being a viable option, as well as the fact that I don't think schools are prepared for that. I don't think we're prepared to, even though we've done it, I don't think the teachers or anybody's really prepared to do any kind of, you know, online teaching. Because, you know, where we were going with COVID, yes, COVID is around. Yes, COVID is still harmful to some people. But it seems like these newer variants are a little bit more mild to most people. So hopefully we were getting to that point where we don't have to worry about it anymore. So I don't think anybody was prepared to do a lot of teaching online. Because we were supposed to be out of that realm of things, basically. But here we are with a new virus, and that can spread very quickly on skin and could harm people. Now, from the data we do have, who's most at risk for monkeypox? Kids under the age of eight have more severe symptoms for monkeypox. The elderly, obviously, and those immunocompromised have more severe reactions to it, but also people with skin issues. And we're talking skin issues like eczema, which is sadly a lot of kids when you look at like allergies and things like that. A lot of kids have eczema. Eczema can put you at higher risk for having worse symptoms and outcomes from monkeypox compared to the general population. So what does that mean? Now, it's possible that knowing that these areas are, or these age groups are the higher risk versions, they may say, well, you know, okay, up to eight. So that's what third grade. So let's just round up to middle school. So middle school, high school, you're fine. The other age groups, we have to pay more attention. It's possible schools might do that. I have no idea. But it's hard to know how we're going to handle this when school starts. Now, the numbers aren't crazy high yet. But if this thing keeps spreading, like it has been, we could get there. We could absolutely get there. I wasn't expecting to have to think, even think about this as a remote possibility. When our local Douglas County Health Department released, oh, we've had four cases reported here. I was just like, okay, four cases. Hopefully not a big deal. But just like back when COVID happened, that's what I thought too. Okay, we just had a case. That's not a big deal. Oh, okay, there's two cases. Not a big deal. And then it spreads, right? It gets everywhere. So now we're in the situation of it's starting to spread more and getting more cases reported. Um, kids are getting infected with it just like adults. And now we have to figure out what to do with it. And at the top of the show, I mentioned treatments and vaccines about this thing. Well, there are vaccines and there is a medication that you could potentially use for this. Problem is we are very 
much not prepared to make vaccines for everybody for this thing. Um, we don't have enough. And I think the other issue is they've been saying, oh, okay, well, we're going to vaccinate those at high risk. What does high risk mean? Well, they've been trying to say those that are more higher risk sexually active um, homosexual males. That reminds me a lot of HIV back in the day, right? And maybe these people are higher risk recently because that was the group that initially contracted this. But I think we have to understand that just because that was the initial onset of this incidence of of infection doesn't mean that that's truly the highest risk group. And so when we say, oh, that's the group we have to vaccinate right now, well, no. We need to try to vaccinate whoever wants to be vaccinated. I mean, you look back with COVID, early in COVID, it was, well, if you've traveled to these three countries and you have any cold symptoms, you might have COVID and you can get tested for it. But if you didn't travel to those countries and you got cold symptoms, don't worry about it. I mean, that's how it was early COVID. I remember early on, I remember March 2020 when this happened, I had a family come in to see me and the dad brought the children in and the dad was a pilot and he had just returned from Japan and he was sick. But because he came from Japan and not from China or India or the other two or three countries that were on the list, nobody cared and nobody was going to give him a COVID test because it wasn't one of the countries that was on the list. And so I, who knows, maybe he had it, maybe he didn't, but that's the problem here is we're taking a group of people and we're saying, these are the people highest risk potentially. And so they're the only ones that are either going to get tested or get treatment or get vaccines, which makes zero sense. So I'm hopeful that we're going to find a solution this quicker than we did with COVID. Now it's possible we don't. And this thing spreads more with schools. So what are we going to do? Well, you got to know what symptoms you're looking for. And that's tough because a lot of viruses cause rashes. So the most common symptoms for monkeypox are fevers, headaches, sore throat, big lymph nodes, so swollen lymph nodes, and then this rash. Now, the lymph nodes are important because this time of year, and even later on, but this time of year especially, we see a lot of younger kids with a virus called hand, foot, and mouth disease. And if your kids have had this, you know what it is. If you don't, it is a viral infection. It usually causes a fever, but not always. But kids get blisters on their hands, their feet, and in their mouth, also in their diaper area. And that's pretty common. We see it. It spreads very easily within daycares. Sometimes adults get it from their kids. The issue here is that monkeypox can look just like hand, foot, and mouth disease. Now, the difference is the lymph nodes. You don't typically get these enlarged lymph nodes with hand, foot, and mouth like you do with monkeypox. The other difference, at least from what they say, is that the lesions should all be the same age, meaning they should all look the same. When you look at some of these viral illnesses that have rashes, usually you have a crop of blisters or something pop up in each area, and they all progress differently. The most common one like that is chickenpox. Chickenpox, you get areas or clusters of blisters that pop up at different times, and as they progress, they all crust at different times as well. Well, monkeypox, supposedly, everything's supposed to pop up about the same time. Even if they don't pop up at the same time, they're supposed to be about the same progression in terms of the way they look. Now, a lot of times in monkeypox, sometimes you'll get mouth sores first before the body rash. There should be a body rash all the time. But again, nothing ever seems to follow their rules, so maybe not. (laughs) And so this is going to be tough. And where we were with COVID two years ago, where if you had any kind of cough or any nose, you had to go see your doctor and get cleared, I would not be surprised if schools start saying, well, if you have any kind of rash with a fever, 
you have to see your doctor before coming in. Even maybe rash. Schools might be super paranoid about this, and now rashes are the big thing. You got a rash, go see your doctor and get cleared. It's a possibility. We got to be prepared for that. Problem is, is doctor offices are not prepared for that. And why is that? Because I can't test you very efficiently for this just yet. I can do a test. I can swab your lesions, but I got to send it out. And after I swab your lesions, I have to close down that exam room for like two hours to make sure it's properly cleaned. And imagine doing that for multiple patients a day. You'll have no exam rooms to work out of. You won't be able to see patients with any other issues. And that was the big fear with COVID, right? That was the big fear when COVID happened. We were going to get all these people coming in who were super sick, and we weren't going to be able to take care of the normal stuff. Well, it could happen with monkeypox. Now, with monkeypox, the hard part, too, is there's not a lot of treatments for it. There is one antiviral medication that they use for it, but that's for adults. I don't even think it's approved for kids right now. So that's the other issue, too. If your kid gets this, their treatment options are pretty much nil outside of just symptomatic care at home. So here we are as parents getting ready to send our kids off to school, and this has to pop up. And I was, again, hoping this wasn't going to be any kind of issue, but... It is now, it seems like. So I just wanted to make a show about it and talk about it. What should you be thinking about? What should you be prepared for? What kind of symptoms should you look for? And know that this could turn into a big thing again this fall, which I'm really discouraged to even say. Because I think just like last school year before the big Delta surge hit with COVID, we were all very optimistic that we can finally get back to a normal school year. And I think people still are. I don't think a lot of people are talking about this school year being bad because of monkeypox. But I'm concerned because last time we weren't very prepared for something like this. And this time it it may hit us and it may cause a lot of issues with school again. And I'm really hopeful it's not. But if it does hit, you know, we'll deal with it like we can. Just remember, your kids' physicians are doing their best with it. We're just as prepared as we can be, which is not a lot, and hopefully it'll get better. But I do recognize the biggest and hardest frustration with this is going to be if your kid gets it and they have to miss school for four weeks. That, I don't know how people are going to manage that. And I'm hopeful that we can come up with a good solution within our school systems and within uh, parents' jobs and those kind of things. Um, I would hope that we'd learn something from COVID, but who knows? I feel like a lot of people have decided COVID's done and don't even want to think about some other type of pandemic or infective process that's going to affect their daily lives. Um, I'm hopeful we're not going that route, but we'll see. So remember that duration. Remember the symptoms. Incubation period, meaning when you were exposed to when you show symptoms, average time is about a week. Could be up to two weeks, possibly even 20 days, depending on what you're looking at. So just know that too. If you've been possibly exposed, could be that long. Other thing too is that this stuff lives on your clothes, your towels, all those kind of things for a few weeks as well. You know, other viruses typically maybe last a few hours or something like that on your clothing and then die. This one does not. So Make sure you're doing good laundry. Don't let your kids' dirty clothes just sit around all day, every day. Wash it that day. Just get it clean. Cleaning it, laundering it does has been shown to help treat this. And so in terms of getting it off the clothing. And so make sure you do that. So kids are done with school, end of the day. Don't leave a big pile of clothes sitting around for a week because um, you could potentially 
get infected from that if it came into contact with a surface or a person that had this virus on it. So, not to cause distraught, not to frustrate you, but that is the information we have right now on, on monkeypox. And if this turns into more, I'm sure I'll have to make a new show about it, but hopefully not. Hopefully I am being overly concerned and I don't have to be, but... As we've learned the last two years, nothing is it goes as expected, and I hope that in this case I'm wrong, but we'll see. So, I hope you and your family are staying healthy, staying safe. Hope you're prepared for the school year. I don't know if we are, but hopefully you are. Uh, remember to embrace the imperfections, and we'll see you next time. My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, is a pediatrician, father, and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only.